is towards the end of his career. I'm not too convinced about what he can do right now. I'll be honest with you guys, man. Bet your house, bet your car. <laughs> All good. Hey, man, I'm ready to roll, baby. Let's do it, man. It is week one in the NFL, and Extra Point is here to talk about it. We're here with Matt and Bobby. Bobby, what's going on, bud? Hey, nothing much, fellas. Uh, it's finally here. It's, it's great. You know, we've been waiting for so long. It just seems a lot longer, you know, with all this uh, pandemic, COVID going on. The day is finally here. I uh, never knew it would come. Um, we're thankful it's here. Obviously, I am. Can't wait. Let's go. Let's go, Matt. I know you're especially excited. Yo, let's it's go. Finally here. We're finally here, baby. We're in the eve of the NFL season. Uh, you know, just like everybody else, we were nervous. We weren't quite too sure if it was going to happen or not. Looks like everybody's, you know, been pretty healthy. Um, let's go, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. We got a jam-packed show today. We got news picks from all three of us. Bobby will be doing a new segment, Book It With Bobby, which will he will be picking a spread somewhere in the uh, echelon of games we have today. Uh, Matt, Matt, what's bothering Matt this week? Grinding his gears. We're going to find that out as well. Locks for the week, just like last year. It's going to be a survival league. Pick one team, can't pick them again. And then finally, we're going to finish it up with a kind of NFL style or NFL total access style bold predictions. So it's a lot going on today. It's going to be a blast. We are excited for the season to get started. We are on the eve of it. It's Wednesday as we're recording. So uh, let's go ahead and dive on into it. We're going to start with Von Miller. Now, as many of you all probably heard, Von Miller is done for the season. Uh, the star linebacker for the Broncos uh, had a dislocated perennial tendon, which is in the ankle if you're not sure where that is. Surgery has been completed. And he is on the injured reserve, done for the year. He will not be returning, and this is an especially big loss because Chubb is still not 100% uh, from last year when he tore his ACL, I believe. Uh, Matt, big impact, right? Huge. I mean, he's uh, the leader of the you know the entire defense. I've been been a great player for a long time, future Hall of Famer. Uh, not much to say about uh, you know about Von Miller and his. It's just serious approach to the game. I know at the beginning, just goofy and all that, but good player, man. Good player. Very unfortunate for the Broncos. Yeah, I had I had really high hopes on this team as being a potential wild card threat. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs run that division, but I, I felt strong about this team. And that's not to say they're completely out of it, but that's a huge loss to that team going in, up against a, a, a very run-heavy Tennessee Titans team week one. Uh, could be disaster right off the bat. Bobby, uh, big impact, huh? It is a big impact. You know, um, you, you know, Von Miller has been, you know, obviously one of the most dominant defensive players in the NFL since he came in the league. Um, he's obviously, you know, um, mid-tier, you know, kind of towards the end of his career, which really makes us hurt a lot because I really respect the guy as a person and the way that he plays the game. And, you know, what bothers me, though, about this injury is, you know, you, you – You'd rather you don't like injuries, you know, ever. But you know, for this time in his career right now, if it's a tendon in his ankle, is that something that's going to you know affect him for the rest of his career? Because I still think he has at least three or four you know solid seasons here in the NFL. Definitely going to hurt the Broncos. And like you guys were just saying, I have them as a contender, definitely for the wild card. And not just the play that he does on the football field, but just him as a leader and a captain you know, for that defense, even though he, he'll still be around as a person or whatnot, but just his on-field presence is definitely going to be a huge hit and a, a major loss for the Broncos. Um, tough loss. And yeah, I feel bad for him. And that's going to be um, something that they're going to have to overcome. Hopefully somebody can step up in that presence, but tough loss for Vaughn. Hope for a quick recovery. I've been reading a couple outlets over here saying that he's getting about three or four more, um, you know, um, doctors, you know, they're going to give their opinions or whatnot, but it seems like his season's over, unfortunately. Yeah, they are reporting that it is done for the year. And we're going to go ahead and stick with injuries, and I'll knock this one out real quick because this is still kind of fresh. Uh, Daniil Hunter, the pass rusher for the Minnesota Vikings, has been put on the IR for the season and for an undisclosed injury. He hasn't practiced. He didn't practice on Wednesday. 
Um, and then he also missed most of training camp due to this undisclosed injury. And, and nobody knows really anything about this. They did just pick up Yannick Ngakwe from the Jags uh, to be that other Pro Bowl pass rusher just to create a monster duo there. But now with uh, Daniil Hunter out for the foreseeable future, that really changes how things are going to work for them there. So we'll keep our eye on that. Anything new comes, check us on Facebook or Twitter, and we'll keep the updates coming. Uh, one last thing. Uh, as far as from the injury department, Ryan Shazier, as you all know, uh, was injured December 4th, 2017 in a just a regular season game and was paralyzed and, and, and out of football for a, a long time. In fact, uh, 1,010 days ago to be exact. So he is making his retirement official today in the NFL. from the NFL. He wanted to come back, and I think the fact that he's walking again and healthy again and doing great is, is really all I you agree. can ask you know, for. Yeah, well, I mean, what a story, you know, like. We were all, you know, um, I mean, that hit everybody's heart when he went down with that injury. And just to see the progression that he's made, you know, just in life in general, obviously a lot of people didn't think he was going to come back and, you know, play the game like he did before because, you know, he was a, um, he played the game at a very high level. But just the fact of the matter that um, we knew this day was going to come that he was going to retire. Um, I could see this guy as a coach one day, though. You know, it's um, I can definitely see him being a coach. And I'm just very happy that he um, – Proved a lot of people wrong and um, forget about him retiring. Just the fact of the matter that, you know, he can still walk and he's done something a lot of people didn't think we could do. So. Yeah. It, it's impressive what he's done in general and, and the fact that he's even, like you said, walking again. It's just, it's, it's great to see. Um, wish him nothing but the best of luck going forward. And like you said, he's probably not done with football. Uh, it's just the beginning for him. So we'll see what he does off the field and uh, keep an eye on him. Uh, this was another quick one. Leonard Fournette in the news uh, the other day was uh, asked kind of about how it's going to be in Tampa Bay. And he's, you know, excited because he's not going to get eight man boxes. And it's nice to finally quote, nice to have, finally have a QB for once. And I got asked a lot about this. So I was just going to go ahead and knock it out in here real quick. Um, yeah, he's totally right. <laughs> he's totally right. I mean, if you think about it, he hasn't really had a solid quarterback his entire career, which has led to the boxes being stacked. So who knows what this guy's going to be able to do with, with, with less full boxes or what he's going to do to help, uh, in, in unison with Ronald Jones, help Tom Brady create better passing lanes and better options. So I, I can't be mad about that. That's nothing but a fact. So for anybody that had those questions, now they know. <laughs> yeah, he took a shot. I mean, he was taking shots at, like, Nick Foles, you know, and obviously the Gardner Minshews and whatnot. But at the same time, I mean, he's I mean, he's playing with Tom Brady, you know. Exactly. He's kind of stacked to win that right now. So is he right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, who – I mean, Tom Brady is, you know, pretty much the ultimate quarterback, you know, in the modern era, mm -hmm. you know. So – but for him to say that, it's kind of like – to me, he's taking a shot. I mean, you can't blame him, though. I mean, Matt, you agree? You can't really be, you can't blame his point of view, I would assume, right? Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump from Jacksonville. He's not moving across country again. He's playing with Tom Brady, Shady McCoy, uh, Mike. I mean, that offense is is insane, and uh, their defense is is up and coming as well. So, I mean, I I would have did the same thing. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I exactly right, and and I I wish him nothing but the best of luck, and uh, we'll see what happens this year. I just, wish you guys got something back for him. Honestly, I do too. Uh, I do too. Kind of surprise, very surprised. You guys couldn't get a, a six. That's seven, what they said. They said you couldn't get anything. And you know, I, I listened to the live press conference with Marone, and there's somebody that literally asked that. He said, "Did you? Could you guys get a fifth, a sixth? I mean, even a seventh? And he's like, "We had nothing. We tried every to give out every offer, so." I don't know. I don't know. And I guess they just knew he'd get released, and Tampa Bay was the first to step up and get him, so he went through waivers. Let me ask you guys this question, though. What kind of impact do you think Fournette's going to have, you know, the, you know, week one, week two, you know, early on, obviously just being there for a week, you know, uh, being in that offense. So, like, what kind of carry amount do you think we're going to see week one or two? It's going to be an extremely light carry amount in my mind. I mean, Arians has been adamant about Ronald Jones being their starter no matter what. Matt also, uh, Shady McCoy is yes. also a part of that lineup too. So even yeah. when they get going, uh, actually Arians said he would have to earn his reps if he was going to make it in any of these first few games because it, it's it's a kind of stacked running back room right now. Uh, not like it was in Jacksonville where he kind of had the keys. So 
I don't think to answer your question, I don't think he's going to get a whole lot of touches. Matt, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, um, okay. yeah no, definitely. Yeah, no, 100% agree with you, man. Nothing else to add to that. All right. Well, going from one Jaguar to another, let's move into some to- uh, contract talk. Jalen Ramsey gets his deal done. He finally gets the money in his armored truck that he wants. He gets the set. Si- uh, excuse me, five-year, $105 million extension. Um, at $21 million per year, Ramsey's extension uh, is the top for the defensive back uh, market. Uh, which was previously Darius Slay. So now that Ramsey jumps from the 31st to the first highest, he uh, he's getting an absurd amount of money, $13.7 million in the final year of his contract as well. Uh, I'll start with Bobby. Bobby, good deal, bad deal? Um, I mean, good deal. I mean, but like, I mean, nowadays, I mean, you know, Cowboys lost Byron Jones last year. You know, um, or was it last year or the year before to the Dolphins? Yeah, he signed, you know, the highest cornerback contract at the time. So, I mean, everybody knew that Jalen was going to get his money eventually. You know, mm-hmm. uh, did I think it was going to be this year or next year? I knew it was going to be coming. I mean, obviously, as much as you um, – I mean, he's one of the top corners in the game. He's a big name. You know, um, he's a marketable person. So, this doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I was kind of expecting a contract like this from him. Maybe a little bit less than hundred million, you know. Um, he broke that barrier because I, mm-hmm. I believe that's the highest, you know, cornerback ever yep. contract, you know, for you know that hundred million mark. But it doesn't surprise me, Matt. Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, what is going to surprise the Rams is how that's not going to accomplish what they want to accomplish, which is winning a Super Bowl. They have. I think it's three players over with over a hundred million dollar contracts. Yep. Um, I mean, that is going to be the new thing here soon, but the players that they do have, I mean, Jared Goff, I, there's a, I, I just don't see that team succeeding. So they had to do it. You know what I mean? They, they gave up so much. They had to pay whatever it was going to take giving up two first rounders of, and I believe a fourth. So it, it doesn't surprise me, but I think they're going to have a tough time building that roster out. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of wiggle room now that you have those contracts. You're going to have to ask Jared Goff uh, to take some sort of re- renegotiation because obviously Ramsey's not going to do it. He just signed his contract. And I don't see Aaron Donald doing it either, nor should he. Um, I think he deserves everybody's being paid. Uh, Ramsey, we'll see. I mean, he's definitely a solid cornerback. He is a beast. I'm not going to deny it. Now he's got D-Hop to go against every year again. So that will only help improve his stock if he can actually stand up and beat him, uh, you know, in the majority of plays, which he was fairly successful with when he was a Jaguar against Houston. So uh, good for him. Uh, bad, in my opinion, for the Chargers, but – or excuse me, the Rams, but only time will tell. So and, and let me step in on this, though, like, when I said, am I surprised? No, about that contract. Mm-hmm. But do I do I think he's worth all that money? No. And doesn't make me I, – I mean, I, I understand. he's one of the top-tier, you know, DB's corners in the game. I get it. But um, I think that might be outnumbered here in a couple of years. Uh, worth that much money? No. Amazing football player? Yes, I get it. But nowadays, I mean, the market is just, you know, ridiculous. I mean, my boy Buda Baker just signed the highest uh, safety contract mm-hmm. last year second round pick you know my boy from washington you know for arizona so i mean you know the market just keeps going up and up and up so yeah i mean he got what he wanted like you said he's gonna get his armor truck so we'll see if he can live up to it regardless he's set for life yep we went from one contract to another uh d hop gets his deal done as well uh, he gets an extension essentially. It's a two-year, fifty-four point five million dollar extension with twenty-seven million of it uh, new money. Uh, other <clears throat> others, including, uh, are calling it a five-year, ninety-four million dollar contract with an eighteen million dollar average at signing. So huge and deal he for nego- Diop. He negotiated, that he negotiated he him himself, had no help, and he is interested in getting into the GM game at the end of this. So he he is already trying to set himself up for the future and. It's really why I'm a big fan of him. It sucks to hate him uh, in the uh, AFC South, so I'm kind of glad he's out of the AFC South because this is—he's just a—he, I mean, he could be a mini Fitz if he keeps up on the path he's on, and I think he's in the perfect location right now that he should be in. And I really like this team, honestly, man. I think this is going to be a, a team on a high rise. No, I don't think Kyler Murray was Rookie of the Year last year at all, but I do think he has a very bright future, and especially with the uh, pair of t- uh, pair of wide receivers he's got right now. 
Uh, Matt, yeah, exactly right. Matt, thoughts on the deal? So, uh, so you said which deal? Uh, D hops. Okay, that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, two years. I mean, I think it's gonna be kind of more uh, uh, what we're gonna see in the future with with wide receivers and running back contracts. They're gonna be two, three year contracts, fully guaranteed. Um, just because with those positions, they, they, those players just get beat up, especially the running back. So I think that's going to be more than normal. Um, and then also for D Hop, I think it's perfect for him if uh, that that you know the Cardinals don't build the next two three seasons, he can he can leave free and mm. go sign with another team to get him that ring. That's so another important part of the contract. Uh, also on on the contract, there is a no trade clause and a commitment not to apply a franchise tag on Hopkins. So those are two big things that he actually got worked out in the contract as well. I wanted to make sure it got in there. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry to cut you off there. No, that's that's another thing that I was gonna add in there and. Um, no, man, that's it, actually. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, another good deal done. Uh, I like the the, the way Arizona's kind of rolling it. You have one legend rolling out and one rolling into town. It's, it's, I mean, they're setting themselves up great for the future, and I'm eager to watch this team grow as uh, as the seasons yeah. progress. So, yeah. let's – Yeah, exactly. I get a little nugget on this, though, man. Like, don't forget, like, you know, like, D-Hop is in the prime of his career right now. Oh, yeah. So that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's 28 years old, you know. Julio Jones is 31. Obviously, Larry Fitz is 37. Oh, Michael Thomas is, is 27. So, I mean, this is a contract, you know, that he needed, you know, obviously for himself and, you know, for his career. And he plays at a really high level of football. And like Wes was saying, though, that's a very exciting football team that I can't wait to see this year. You know, we'll see how Kyler Murray emerges, you know, after his rookie year. Um, they got some weapons out there. So, it's going to be fun to watch and we'll see. But, I'm a big fan of D Hop, man. I mean, he's, I have too, he's great man. off the he's great off the field. You know, mm-hmm. all the you know everything with his mother. You know, the story and all that. He's yes. just a good person all around, and he makes plays on the field. He's a very dynamic football player. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and move on to what is one of my favorite parts of the week, and that's going to be game picks. Now, last season, Bobby was the champion of of the game picks, and. Uh, we got the records on that or no? I don't. Oh, you know what? Actually, I do. I do have the records on that. Um, I mean, I was to my own horn. I know I won it last year. That's right. You, how do you feel I'm about defending the championship man. here? I'm just trying to hear what my stats were last year. So. Let, me get, oh. let me let me get it for you. I'm pulling it up now. Um, but while we pull it up, uh, we also had the lock league that we'll be talking about later, and I think I ended up taking the ring in that one. Um, yeah. Let's see. So, so while you do that, though, the lock, though, so, like, once your team, you can only pick them once, mm-hmm. and then once you're done, you got to restart, right? Or, well, how'd that work? So, essentially, the way we did it last year is every week you pick a team uh, that you think is going to win the game. If your team wins the game, you continue on. You can no longer pick that team as your lock. Um, once you uh, pick a team that uh, loses, you're eliminated. Uh, last one is right. just the winner. It's Right now, it's just bragging rights. So... Uh, the other t- people that are out, they can feel free to pick whoever they want as their lock. Um, and then we kind of finished it out in the season with an overall lock record. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, season record for last year, Bobby, you took the championship at 163 and 93. You beat me. <clears throat> you beat me by 10 games. I finished 153 and 103 and Matt 144 and 112. Um Bobby, you were eleven and six in locks. I was thirteen and four, and Matt, you were ten and seven on the season. So, okay. moving into this year, let's see if we can get those percentages up. We are going to start with a Thursday game, um, eight twenty, Houston versus Kansas City. That will be tomorrow, today, probably for you, those of you that are listening. So get excited, Bobby. We are going to skip because he is going to be talking a little bit more about this game in his segment later. Um, when he breaks it down on Book It with Bobby. So, Matt, I'm going to start with you. Houston, Kansas City. Houston going to Kansas City. Who's taking this game in the opener? So this one, to me, is easy. It's it's definitely going to be Kansas City. Um, I feel like, again, it's probably going to be a close game. I, I mean, I, do you guys remember a few months ago uh, when Deshaun Watson and them went, what, 24-0? Mm-hmm. On KC, and then they had that miracle comeback, and and ended up smashing the the Texans. Yep, uh, January twelfth, thirty-one fifty-one. 
Right, exactly. It's not going to be anything that crazy, but I think uh, it'll probably be a little close at first, but then Kansas City is just going to take off. It's going to be 31-17, Kansas City. Gotcha. I'm going with Kansas City, too. And before I go any further, Bobby, can you give us the uh, spread for this one? You don't have to give us your your pick, but what is the spread for this one? Sorry, Sorry, guys. Uh, The spread for what game? Uh, Kansas City, uh, Houston. Just want to know the spread. That's it. So, uh, so it's uh, Kansas City's favored by nine and a half. Gotcha, and that makes total sense. Like you said, Matt, I'm picking KC as well. Uh, home opener in Kansas City. Yes, I understand the fan thing will be different, but it's going to be a big night. They're going to be charged up to play. I'm taking Kansas City in this one, twenty-four to fourteen. Um, we will, like we said, we we'll get sorry, Bobby's. Guys, uh, what, what was Matt? Matt, what'd you pick them? What was the score on yours? I had KC winning thirty-one uh, seventeen. Okay. Okay. All, right. All right, moving into Sunday's games, the 1 o'clock game, Philadelphia at Washington. Bobby, what's the spread? So um, Philadelphia at Washington. Um, Washington's a home team for that game. Uh, Philly's favored by six points. And why don't you go ahead and lead us off? Um, you know what? The, the Washington football club, I think they're going to start off – I don't know. I mean, it's hard to expect right now. Dwayne Haskins, um, I do like um, – you know, I love the D.C. native guy, you know, Chase Chase Young in that game. I just don't see the Redskins really having that much success starting off the year with just um, a lot of changes, new head coach, new coordinating, new um, offense or whatnot. Um, I'm not really that sold on Philly this year, but I got Philly winning this game um, kind of handily, 24-13. to 13. I think Carson Wentz is going to make a couple plays downfield. You might even see Sean Jackson make a touchdown or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the skins taking this game. I got 24-13 Philly. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Philly's the stronger team here. I'm not high on them either on this season. Um, there's a lot of question marks on that team, but there's way more on Washington. Uh, I'm going with Philadelphia, and, and not really a route, but a, a beat down, 24-3. Yeah. That. Wow. Yeah, see, no, nah, man, I, I'm going the opposite. I think it's going to be a little bit closer of a game. Oh, his boys down there talking about it. He's listening to local radio stations. He's getting influence right there because of this. Okay, all right, man. Oh, right. hey, calm down, calm down. It ain't, it ain't all like that. I have Washington losing. I got Washington losing. But uh, they, they played Philly pretty well both games last year. Uh, I think they, they had one in, almost in the bag and kind of let Philly come back and and, and, and beat them. But I, I, I have Philly winning 27-20. to 20. Um a little bit – it looks like it's a close game, but I do feel like Philly's going to have control. So, again, I do feel like Washington's going to come out swinging. There's so much turmoil over there. I think that they're they're going to be kind of riled up. So, we'll see. Miami at New England. Uh, Tom Brady lists Patriots for the first time in this – since 2000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no way. New England favored by six. So New England is favored by six, and I'm going to take New England in this one. I think there's a little bit of uncertainty as to how Bill, Bill Belichick's going to run this offense this year. Uh, I think people are kind of starting to sleep on Edelman a little bit, and that's not just because I picked him in fantasy. I just think that he's kind of falling under the radar. Um, I'm taking New England in, a, in what's going to be a close one. Miami-New England's always going to be somewhat close. Uh, I'm taking New England uh, 24-20. Uh, Matt, go ahead and take it next. Yeah, I kind of have a similar score. Um, I mean, we got Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> so still a quarterback over there. But oh, uh, yeah, they, they come, come, yeah, no, I do too. I love, I love Fitzmagic. I love the the enthusiasm and the tenacity he plays with. Man, it, it's yeah. awesome. I love it. It's what football stands, you know. It's, it's what it's all, all about. about. Yep. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. So. Um, no, nah, again, I think it's going to be a close game as well. Uh, I have Miami losing this one 21-24. Bobby, round us out. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of similar with you guys. Um, you know, Miami always gives New England headaches. I mean, they always have, even yep. through the dynasty and all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, for some reason, Miami's always been that team to give New England headaches, and they've had some pretty dramatic wins against them. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how Cam Newton comes out. Yeah, you know, in this new offense, but I mean, with all this time to prepare without preseason or whatnot, I just really see it very difficult for Miami, you know, to, um, you know, with Bill Belichick obviously at the helm with New England, 
I think it's going to be a close game, but I think, you know, a late touchdown kind of will separate the game. I got New England winning 21 to 10. New England in the clean sweep. Uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. Now, remember, Minnesota just lost to Neil Hunter, so that could definitely change up the pass rush on Aaron Rodgers, freeing him up a little bit on one side. How do you see this game going, Matt? Oh, Bobby, spread. I'm sorry. My, uh, Minnesota favored by two and a half. All righty. <laughs> sorry, excuse me. No uh, this game this game is going to be close, you know, divisional matchup right off the bat. Uh, a lot of people questioning Green Bay. Um it's going to be a really, really good game, in my opinion. Yeah. I can't tell. I mean, they didn't give Aaron Rodgers any help, so I can't really see it being a shootout. Aaron Jones played so well. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. I have um, Green Bay actually winning the game 20-17. to 17. Green Bay 20-17. to 17. Bobby, yeah. what you got? You know what, Matt and I are very similar. You know, a lot of people are saying this is going to be the year that Aaron Rodgers, you know, is going to finally, like, show a decline, you know, in productivity. And um, Minnesota, obviously, with some, you know, offseason acquisitions, you know, in Ngakwe and all that with a tough defense. And even though they did lose Diggs to Buffalo or whatnot, um, I got I got this as one of my upsets this week, man. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to prove a lot of people wrong, and they're going to take the, take the game. I got this as an upset. I got Green Bay winning 28-24. Okay. I don't have him as much yeah. as of an upset, but I do have Green Bay winning. I still think they're a threat, and while a lot of people are on that, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to start declining. I think this is a good opportunity for him to prove himself against a strong division opponent. Uh, Devontae Adams will be probably getting a lot of double, doubles, but keep your eye on Alan Lazard on the other side. He's He was great last year, and I think he's going to be a big impact player this year. J- uh, Matt said it earlier, Jones in the backfield. Give me Green Bay in this one, and, and what you said as well, a close, low-scoring game, 17-7. Next a little, is... A little plain sweep right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So far, pretty much across the board, uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Um, Bobby, go ahead, buddy. All right, well, um, Start with Indy's favored by seven and a half. We'll yep. go ahead and let you uh, – actually, we'll let you go last, Wes, on this yep. one. Matt, you want to take the lead on this one? Sure, I'll take the lead on this one. Um, I, I think, you know, here we go, you know, another divisional matchup. Uh, I, I, you know, straight up, I got the Colts winning this one. Um, Phillip Rivers – in control over there. Yeah, Jaguars, we already know what's kind of going on with them. They're kind of just shipping everybody out, and we already know they're in full rebuild mode. So, yeah, man, I got I got the Colts winning this game 28-10. to 28-10, Bobby. Um, you know what? I thought a lot about this one right here. Um, everybody's counting Jacksonville out, you know. I mean, they're playing the house, obviously. Total like rebuild mode. <laughs> Philip Rivers, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he does. You know, I mean, for the first time in what 14, 15 years, you know, going to a new team and you know, since he's been a team he's been with forever. Um, I got, I mean, it's a close game. I got, I mean, I got Indy winning this game. You know, twenty-four to twenty. I just think that Minshew. You know, like here's the thing about Jacksonville with me, though. I think they're going to be behind a lot early, and I think Minshew is going to, you know, like be one of those catch-up quarterbacks that's going to, you know, throw for a lot of yards or whatnot. I just, you know, a lot of people count them out. I just think that Jacksonville, you know, a lot of people have them sitting at that two, three, four win season. I just think that it might surprise a lot of people. They're not going to be a playoff team. I get it, but I just think they're going to compete a little bit more. We'll see. Yeah, um, I'm going with Indianapolis too. Uh, shocking. Yeah, uh, no, Indy. They have their while well, they still have a lot of pieces moving around. Their team is pretty much uh, set up the way they want it, and they have a very good team. Phil Rivers, I, I, I'm I'm on the wall if he's an improvement right now. We'll see. I know that's kind of gasp to say, but it, it's the truth. He's towards the end of his career. I'm not too convinced about what he can do right now, and he forces the ball a lot, which. Jacksonville would probably be a good team to force the ball against as long as you stay away from Henderson. I think Henderson's going to be a pretty big playmaker. Um, Jacksonville, I think, will keep it close because they're kind of hard to predict. Because I mean, the, what do you? How do you game plan against a team that's potentially real re- rebuilding, but that has players that still want to win? How do you prepare? Um, I'm taking Indianapolis in this one, 21 to 17. A couple of, or I'm sorry, uh, 21 to. Uh, 
to 13, excuse me, a couple uh, field goals by Lambeau, touchdown to Chark. Uh, clean sweep on that one, too. Yeah, we'll see, though, man. I think yeah. Jacksonville is going to compete a lot more than people think they are. You know, it's just one of those teams. I don't know. Adam Peck did five wins. I think that's about right, and I think it's going to be a lot of close losses, but it is what it is. Um, Chicago, we, we, at, at, go ahead. No, I'm just saying week one is the toughest, especially through a season right now that we haven't seen any preseason games. Oh, yeah. Like, this sure. is going to yeah. be the, tough, the toughest week, you know. Like, <laughs> next week we'll have a little more – you know, capture of what we're dealing with as far as teams and whatnot. But this exactly. is the toughest we've ever seen. You know what I mean? But there's no off-season camp. There's been no preseason or whatnot. So we're going in blind right now. So Exactly anyway. right. Uh, Chicago at Detroit. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one out. I have Detroit winning this game. Uh, Detroit's favorite uh, Detroit's favored by three, too, by the way. Detroit's favored by three, so it's basically a split, being that Detroit's at home. Um, I am taking Detroit at home. I think uh, – I think this team's starting to piece together a little bit, but it's more the confidence I don't have in Chicago right now. I think they're kind of a mess. Uh, Trubisky's your week one starter. You traded a fourth round pick and are paying twenty one million dollars to your backup, uh, which they're no they're not unfamiliar with. They did it with Mike Glennon too, so that's not completely unfamiliar with them. They have a great receiver in Allen Robinson, which is pretty much the the core of their offense. And I mean their defense while we're amazing a few years ago, has kind of stepped back a little bit. So uh, I'm taking Detroit. It's going to be close. Trubisky ultimately kills them in the end. Uh, 17-14 Detroit. Bobby. You know what? I have the same pretty much prediction right now. I mean, I I think Matt Stafford is going to have a decent year this year. Um Carry on Johnson. Is he still there? Is he the main running back right now? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yep. Yep. I'm not really sold that much on Chicago. Trubisky, I'm not a huge fan. Obviously, they got rid of, uh, you know, well, they, I mean, you know, they, they're defense wise, they're kind of suspect or whatnot. I like Detroit, you know, at home in this game, 20 to 17. Man. Detroit. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have uh, I have Detroit winning this game, twenty four twenty one. Okay. Uh, not a fan of Mitchell Trubisky. We'll see how they come out. Uh, it, it, the score looks closer than the game is. Detroit should have control. Um, yeah, twenty four twenty one, man. All right. We're all kind of there, right, right around that three point mark in that the, game. Yep, exactly 100%. right. Uh, Las Vegas Rams against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Bobby, give us a spread and Andrew yeah, pick. Yeah, I'll take the lead on this one. I actually like this game a little bit. Carolina's favored. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Vegas is actually favored in this game uh, by two and a half points. So, um, And it's in Carolina. Carolina's at home, but Las Vegas um, Rams. That's so hard to say right now. I got to get used to that. <laughs> you know? Is it the Raiders? Is, is the Raiders? Or, no, no, I'm sorry, the Raiders. Yeah, Las Vegas okay, Raiders, okay, yeah. No, I, I just Las, wanted to make sure I'm I was I'm used to just everything <laughs> L.A., you know. Yep, yep, yep. So, we'll see, though. I mean, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, you know. I mean, he really did a great thing step, stepping in last year, you know, for Drew Brees when he was injured. So, he got that big contract, well-deserved, after the injury that he had, obviously. Um. Going into that, McCaffrey's going to be a player. He's gonna, obviously they're going to stack the box. I don't know what to think about Gruden and company over there in Las Vegas. So this game's really hard to pick. But I actually went. I got Carolina win this game, twenty-four to twenty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have I have Carolina winning this game too. Um, I'm going to be the official founding member of the Stop Shitting on Carolina committee because. All week I, I looked at, uh, at at information and, and articles and stories and power rankings, and everyone is so low on Carolina. I understand the defense took a major step back, but Shaq Thompson's got it under control over there. Yeah, I understand Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater doesn't have the best receivers in the world, but guess what? He's got a running back in the backfield that's going to catch 80 passes probably this year. I mean, come on. This team is still a good team, and I while they may not be the top of the, the you know the cream of the crop of the NFC South – they're still going to fight every game, and this is a winnable game against a team, like you said. I don't know what Gruden's doing. I love Josh Jacobs, but that's all I love about that team, and they don't know what they're doing anywhere else. So give me Carolina in this game, 21-13. to 13. Like it. Matt. Yeah, so I definitely have Carolina winning this game, too, uh, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, I, again, like you just said, 
Vegas is still. I don't know what what Gruden does. It, it, it's confusing some of the some of the, the decisions that he makes. It's very questionable. Um, I have Carolina winning twenty four seventeen. I think they're going to kind of come out swinging a little bit more than people think. I don't think they're still going to end up well, you know, record-wise towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But in this game, I, I do think they're, they're going to kind of come out. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is going to kind of want to prove a point. So, yeah, 24-17, Carolina. Bobby, the Jets at the Buffalo Bills. Go ahead and give us the uh, spread, and then, Matt, you can start us out, okay? Yeah, Buffalo's favored by six and a half. You know, against the Jets. And, um, you know, Buffalo is one of my teams that I really liked a lot this year. Uh, I believe a few weeks back, I actually had them win the um, AFC East division, you know, take finally, you know, you know, taking down, you know, New England for the division. So the Jets, they're going to run off of Le'Veon Bell. They obviously lost Jamal Adams. Really not sure, you know, how they're going to come out defensive wise. They definitely had a downgrade. Offensive-wise, I'm not sold on um, uh, um, who's the quarterback. Exactly, yep. On the Jets, Jets, yeah, Sam Darnold. Well, Sam Darnold, another fan with him over at USC. So I'm I'm a big fan of Buffalo. I don't even see this game being that close, to be honest with you. It's going to be kind of an ugly football game, not one that everybody's going to be really tuned into. But I really do like Buffalo this year. Surprising a lot of people. So I got Buffalo winning this game 20 to 6. All right, Matt, who is going to lead yeah, us off? <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. I'm right there with Bobby, though. I, I have Buffalo winning 20 to 10. Uh, again, not a fan of Sam Sam Darnold uh, yet. I don't think that he has enough help. Uh, Buffalo played very well last year. And if Josh Allen can take the next step, you know, Stefan Diggs is on Buffalo this year, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's huge, man. That's huge. So, uh, yeah, 20 to 10 is going to kind of take a little bit of time for um, Josh Allen and, and, and uh, Diggs to get, a you know, some chemistry. But it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, no, I, I uh, we're going to make it another clean sweep. I have Buffalo winning this game. I love the team. Diggs, you guys have pretty much t- touched on it all. Josh Allen, I like him more than Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold. And like you said, Matt, he needs to take that next step in progression to take the division from New England because they're not going to just give it up. But I do think they get the better edge on the Jets this week. Um, Singletary and uh, Moss in the backfield as well. McDermott runs a, a tight team. Give me Buffalo in this one. A uh, little bit higher scoring than I would have th- thought, but everybody's trying to figure out what's going on still. So 27 to 17, <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, going ahead and leading us into Cleveland at Baltimore. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and give me the spread. <clears throat> Baltimore, Baltimore, favored by eight in this game. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore in this game. Uh, and while people may think it's an easy pick, it's definitely not. Cleveland's played this team very good, and I would assume and hope. Sorry, what, didn't they beat them last year? I they did. They cut you off, though. Didn't we? What was that, Matt? Yeah, they swapped games. It was, I think, each team won by like 15. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. Cleveland is not to be underestimated. One, it's a division opponent. And two, like I said, they have something to prove. Want to show after last year's complete, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, them falling apart and completely underwhelming everybody. They're going to come out and play. This is going to be a closer game than people think. Think Lamar Jackson's going to break the game as a per, uh, par for the course, and uh, they're going to pull out a win in this one. Uh, close score, twenty-one twenty-four, Baltimore. Matt, what you got? Yeah, I believe this game is actually going to be closer than people think. Uh, the spread I have here on ESPN is neg- is is eight Three. points. So. Oh, okay. Was it eight, eight and a half? Eight, eight and a half? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it seems like the, 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 the you know, over under is about 48 and a half points. Um, I'm probably going to go something right around there. I have, I, I actually have Cleveland winning this game. Ooh. This is my upset of the week. Let's go. 27-24. Hey, man, I could definitely see that happen. Bobby, talk to me. Are you agreeing with him or me? 
Oh man, both of y'all are full of shit, man. <laughs> Baltimore, Baltimore Rose, this one, man. Payback's the man. Everybody knows Woo. that, man. The Ravens are, you know, man, they, they've all, you know, I mean, you know, coming off that first round loss last year, man, they got a chip on their shoulder. I'm a big fan of DK Dobbins, you know, out of Ohio State, their rookie running back that they drafted. You know, obviously with Ingram there, Lamar Jackson's obviously, you know, reigning MVP. I don't even see this one close, man. I got a 41-28, and I actually have it, you know, ugly early on. And, you know, Cleveland, you know, getting a respectable touchdown. Mm. to make it like that. So I got Baltimore 41-28. And Lamar don't, last thing I'm going to say, we're going to move on to the next game. But don't forget, they got rid of a locker room virus in Earl Thomas and picked up a locker room legend in Calais Campbell. And I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, Seattle yeah. at Atlanta. Bobby, what's the spread? I'll go ahead and start this out. Matt's going to finish it up. Yeah, he will. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that game right there. Um, that's a, You know what? That's one of the closest spreads of the week right there, man. Okay. Um, Seattle's favorite, you know, favorite on the road. Um, Seattle's favorite by one and a half. I mean, that's pretty much a pick em. I mean, one and a half. Yep. Um, and that's kind of how I have it as well. I have it as a very close game. Atlanta, I will, Matt will give you all the details you need to know on Atlanta. But uh, I still like this Atlanta team. I still think they're hard to predict. I still think Matt Ryan's got a damn good arm, and I still think this team can play. But I think Russell Wilson's going to go out there and get this job done for Seattle, and I think he's going to be a monster, as he typically is. Don't forget, on a, a lot of people are forgetting about that he's even in the league still. Greg Olson is now up there, and I'm not saying he's the same Greg Olson from Carolina, but he can still make plays. And with Disley still on that team, too, they could do a two-back set uh, with Carlos Hyde – or a two-tight end set with Carlos Hyde in the backfield – and, and they can do some serious damage on some option plays. And I think they're trying to create a Baltimore-style offense. And that's just me and what I've observed from this offseason from them. Still love Lockett. Still a hell of a player. Give me Seattle in a close one, 21-17. Bobby. Matt, you're going to like me on this one, man. And Sorensen better not listen to this. Cause he won't. <laughs> yeah, I got I got this as an upset, though, this week. I think it's going to – you know, I got this – Actually, I have a little asterisk here on my notes. I think this might be the game of the week, mm. one of the games of the week, obviously. Um, I think Matt Ryan's going to come out on fire. I, I, you know, Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to be in for, um, you know, the, one of the best seasons that he's had. You know, I mean, what's he, Matt, what's he going on, year three or four right now? Three. Yeah, going on year three. Obviously, you got Julio Jones and Todd Gurley, you know, in the backfield. I'm not sure what to expect out of Todd Gurley. You know, um, injury-wise or whatnot, but I still think that he's definitely going to be a red zone threat. Seattle's secondary is a little defeated right now. They got rid of, uh, you know, Shaquem Griffin. I don't mm-hmm. know. He wasn't really that much of a role player or whatnot. It's going to be a hell of a football game. I got this one 21 to 18. I mean, this can go either way. This is one of my hardest ones. I had to really sit and think about this one. I think this is going to be a great football game, and I'll be having the red zone on, and I can't wait to watch it. But I got Atlanta winning this one, 21-18. Matt, an upset. finish off our 1 o'clock games and tell us what the hell your team's going to do this Sunday. They're going to win this fucking football game 30-27, to 27, 30-27. We're going to open up with the dub. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a football game. Always, it, it always, always, always is. Uh, with these two teams since Dan Quinn has moved over to the head coach of the Falcons. It's been it's been great. Every game has been – I remember a couple years ago when we had that questionable call with Richard Sherman pulling on Julio Jones. It should have been a freaking flag. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one, but I do have my team winning this one 30-27. It's going to be – like Bobby said, probably the game of the week. It very, very well could be. It's, it's going to be great. Day. I agree. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. The f- what time is that slot? One o'clock. Four o'clock game. One o'clock. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, I can watch that one because my boys play at eight o'clock. So that's that's a game that I'm going to be watching at four o'clock. <laughs> Actually, well, no, that's a one o'clock. Seattle, Atlanta is a one o'clock game. You got the you got you got Tampa, New Orleans. You know, at that slot too. So. Yeah, no, you have uh, you have Atlanta, Seattle at one o'clock. It is a one o'clock game. Oh, it's a one o'clock. It's oh, a one okay. o'clock game. Right. So you're good there. You can still catch that that, that Tampa one. Bay game too. Four o five, the only four o five game of the day. The Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Burrow's debut. Uh, you got Mixon who just got a deal. Uh, we don't know what the, what the status really is with AJ Green right now. Matt, who you picking? But before that, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. 
Chargers are favored by three points. Go ahead, Matt. Yep, so I have the Chargers winning this game 24-13. Uh, they're just more of an established team. Uh, Joe Burrow might get up and down the field a couple times. I think it'll be good if he throws at least one touchdown, uh, goes up and gets a couple field goals, uh, something to build on. And, yeah, no, I, there's, there's nothing really <sighs> – the, the Bengals, it's what you got, Joe Burrow. That's pretty much the only thing to be excited about. It, it's it, it, the, this game is probably going to be pretty boring, in my opinion. Very slow, I agree. Very, I agree. Old school kind of game. Talk to us, Bobby. You agree with the pick as well? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? I mean, Tyron Taylor. I've always been a fan. You know, he's one of those guys, a career backup. Anytime he's came in, I mean, he has some starts at Buffalo. Um, I think he's going to pull this game out. I think it's going to be a boring game, like Matt said. Cincinnati, you know, it's going to be interesting. Joe Burrow, you know, and his, um, you know, career debut in the NFL. Um, obviously, you got, you know, Joe Mixon, uh, A.J. Green, John Ross. I just don't, you know, I mean, no rookie quarterbacks are going to step in his first game and light it up. I don't care who you play with. And if he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. But I like Tyrod Taylor, a season backup, you know, semi-starter. Taking this in a very ugly football game, like Matt was saying, 17 to 14, I like the uh, Chargers win. Yeah, I went back and forth in this game several times up until about when we took off and started here. Um, I think Joe Burrow is going to be a freaking awesome quarterback. It's not going to be again this first game. I think Anthony Lynn's going to have these boys ready to play. That defense is going to cause problems all day. He's going to learn how fast these guys are at the next level. Um, which is an adjustment for every quarterback. I mean, every quarterback from Lamar Jackson to Patrick Mahomes has said the same thing. It's, it's a, that's the biggest thing they got to get used to is the speed of the defense. It's just something that you gotta you gotta experience. But that in that being said, to both of your guys' credit, I agree. I love Tyrod. He is a, a backup, but don't forget he did take Buffalo to the playoffs. Got injured late in that game against Jacksonville before Peterman had to come in, and then Ramsey sealed the deal for them. But uh, I got the charge in this one, an ugly game, 13 to seven, not a whole lot going on in it. And like Matt said, probably one of the, uh, less viewed games of the week, but par for the course. for we Chargers. All had that. We all had that, you know, in the teens score wise and yeah. all that kind of low scoring game. Arizona at San Francisco, our first 425 game, Bobby, give us the spread and go ahead and lead us off. Uh, so yeah, this is one of the bigger spreads of the week right here. Um, San Fran at home favored by seven. You know what? I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of Arizona, man. I mean, you know, they're trying to build themselves a team. Obviously, they got D Hop. Um, you know, Murray's coming on the second year. He showed, you know, obviously last year he showed, you know, his potential and what people expect him to be here going forward in the in the future. Um, they're built, you know, that defense. They've done a lot in the draft. San Fran's tough. Obviously, I mean, San Fran's going to compete. Joey Bosa is going to be a problem. He always is a problem. You know, Jimmy G, you know, is a consistent quarterback. Uh, I have this as a really close game, though. And I actually have, um, you know, even though the spreads, you know, San Fran is favored by seven. I actually have Arizona covering but losing. But I got San Fran winning 21-16 to in a close game. In a, in, a, in a tight game. I like Arizona. I like Arizona a lot, man. I'm a fan of them. I think, you know, they showed a lot of improvement last year, week to week, and all that. I mean, they're one of my teams, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this year. Yeah, so uh, you have San Francisco in that one, and you were talking about Nick Bosa, not Joey, but we knew what you meant. I mean, I'm um, sorry, Joey. You're yes, fine. I'm sorry. You're Nick fine. Right. Um, I like Arizona, too, and I like Arizona that I'm going to take them in an upset uh, against San Francisco, Ooh. this is going to be my biggest upset of the week. I think they come out firing on all cylinders, and I think this team gets rolling from the get-go. D-Hop has played with several different quarterbacks, and he has proven to be great with all of them. What's one more that has a very similar style to Deshaun Watson? While it's not as seasoned, the kid can play. There's no doubt about that. Give me... The, the biggest thing for him in this game is going to be getting away, like you said, from Nick Bosa and making accurate throws. If he can do that, he'll be good to go. He's got two two Hall of Famers on each side. I believe this kid can get it done. Uh, give me Arizona Cardinals in an upset, 28-24. Matt. Okay. Did you say 28-24? 28-24. Okay. 
I have San Francisco winning 28-24. There you go. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there that is, my guy. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a fantastic game. I think Arizona is – they're going to be a good team, man. I do like their – I do like what they got going over there. I like what they got cooking. And um, But, no, I, I think San Francisco overall is a better team. So, they're, they're going to get the dub. It's at home. First game of the year. They got to come out and and – yeah, no, they're going to come out and get the win, 28-24. There you go. There you go. Probably, actually, you know what? Game of the week, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Bobby, hit us with the spread, and you can lead us off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this one's been, uh, you know, ever since Tom Brady, you know, went to Tampa. You know, they scheduled this game. You know, Brady versus Drew Brees in New Orleans. Um, New Orleans is paired by three and a half. I'm sure everybody that's a football fan can't wait to watch this game. I can't wait to, to me, watch I it. Couldn't, I couldn't even think of a better matchup. No, I'm freaking excited to hell. Yeah, to yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, I mean, obviously, Tampa, you know, with Tampa with all the weapons that they have with Mike Evans, Godwin, and getting Gronkowski, and obviously Leonard Fournette right now, and, mm-hmm. of course, Tom Brady. Um, it's going to be a battle. I mean, it's going to be a really, really close game because, obviously, Tom Brady really doesn't get blown out. I mean, he never has. I just don't see him winning this game, you know, like it's going to be very interesting, you know, with no off season and, you know, the reps that he can get with all the players that he's at with a new team right now, first time ever. Um, I'm going with, I'm going with New Orleans and, you know, Michael Thomas, you know, um, Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara, who's going to have a new contract right now, be sky high or whatnot, even if he doesn't or whatnot, this is going to be a freaking battle, man, and there's going to be a lot of points for it. I got New I got New Orleans winning this game, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Thirty-one twenty-eight, New Orleans. I'm also going with New Orleans. I think I think this Tom Brady-led Patriot, or wow, that's hard not to say. This Tom Brady-led yeah. Buccaneers team, uh, they're going to be good. But I think right off the gate, you have a very good nucleus with Thomas Breeze and Kamara, who's going to get paid sooner rather than later. Stay tuned for that. I'm sure that's on the way. They're getting extremely close. This team is going to be rolling on offense, and that's not to knock the defense of Tampa Bay. I think this is still going to be a close game, but I think this offense gets going early on in the season. Uh, give me New Orleans in this one, 31-24. to 24. Matt. This is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a shootout. Uh, New Orleans is going to win 41-38. to 38. Woo, I love it. Um, yeah, this this is going to be another one of the top, probably top three games right there up there with the uh, Seattle Atlanta game. Um, what else? There, there was another one we were just talking about. That's oh, the I think the Arizona San Francisco game is going to be really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, yeah. and the Atlanta Seattle, I like that too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. So. Um, yeah, like I said, it's going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think Bobby was kind of up there too. I think, my, yeah, but 41-38 is that? I really think that's kind of how that's how that's how it can be done in, in the New Orleans Superdome, man. It, it, they get rowdy down there, and it, it's it, it's hard to play defense. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see how it plays out. 8:20 NBC prime time. Dallas at the LA Rams. First game in the new stadium. Bobby, give us a spread, and Matt, start us out. Uh, Cowboys fair by two and a half. Uh, Matt, run it. Dallas is going to win 31-28. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of everything. Dallas, in my opinion, has should have the best offense in the league. Uh, they should be – they're super balanced. I mean, you have – if not the best back in the league, you know, top three, top two, and Ezekiel Elliott, that offensive line is still stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak Prescott, you know, waiting on that, waiting on that contract, you know, Mari Cooper. <laughs> so 31-28, man, the, 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 I think Dallas has something to prove. And honestly, I haven't heard too much coming out of them. So, it, it you know. Put up or shut up, man. Let's go. This is it, man. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I'm going with Dallas, too, in this one. I like Dallas as a team. Their defense is getting slowly better. The secondary needs a little bit more help to be good. They got rid of Ha Clinton Dix, so they obviously feel comfortable with what they have. But I, I need to see a little bit more from that secondary. Uh, the, the front 
Their their front seven is good. I'm not worried about their front seven. They should be just fine. Give me Dallas in this one. Uh, and again, like you said, Matt, this offense. There's no reason for this offense not to be good. But give me uh, give me Dallas 31, uh, Rams 17. Close game to the end. Touchdown late kind of opens it up. Bobby, finish us out. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on board with you guys right now. Um, I mean, that's kind of the staple that's going around the word, you know, the NFL world right now is, you know, the, on defensive-wise, the front seven is, you know, kind of solidified. You know, the secondary, you know, is definitely questionable. Um, as far as offensive-wise, you know, Dax, you know, obviously got to prove himself right now. He's want, he wants everybody's money. Um, the receiving core, Michael Gallup, going his third year, you know, showed brilliance last year. Uh-huh. Mari Cooper is Mari Cooper. You know, Ezekiel yep. Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, C.D. Lamb is a superstar in the making. I mean, they're saying that he's at one of the best camps, you know, they've ever seen. So there's no reason for this team to, you know, alongside with the offensive line, for them not to be able to put up points. Um, no Jason Garrett. I love, you know, um, the Mike McCarthy hire. He's going to do uh, different things. You know, obviously he's old school football and whatnot. It's going to be very interesting to see. I think this game's me. I mean, on paper, we shouldn't win this game. Obviously, we're on the road. Fans nowadays not being in the stands makes home field advantage not what it is or whatnot. But I got Dallas winning this game 28 to 20. I expect a big game, you know, from Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. There's no, re- there's no reason for him to not. You know, he's got he's got everything there in hand for him to, you know, have, you know, the best season of his career and, and earn we'll, his money. We'll see if he does it. Going into Monday night, our 7-10 game, first of two, uh, Pittsburgh at the Giants. Bobby, give us a spread, and I'll go ahead and lead us off. Pittsburgh's favored by four and a half games on that. What you got, Wes? I got Pittsburgh winning. I got Big Ben coming out and getting it done. Juju Smith-Schuster. There to help him along the way. This team is still a solid team that finished eight and eight with no options at quarterback throughout the season. I like I like Pittsburgh in a low scoring one. Give it uh, give me twenty to uh, twenty to thirteen, Pittsburgh. Okay. Matt. Yeah, I have Pittsburgh winning this game twenty eight fourteen. Uh, Giants still have a lot to build on. Uh, I don't see them being much better than they have been the past couple of years. They're still mm-hmm. a little incomplete. Pittsburgh is a more complete team. Their defense is very solid. I believe top five in both categories. And uh, I, they're just a better overall team. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have something to prove. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, it doesn't matter if it's in New York, wherever this game would be. They could play in the pyramids in Egypt oh, and Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby. I agree. You know, Big Ben's going to come out off fire. James Conner, you know, had a you know injury plague season last year. Um, they're going to stack the box against Saquon Barkley. Danny Dimes hasn't proven himself yet. Um, I got Pittsburgh going this 21 to 10. All right, there we go. In the second of the two doubleheaders in the last game for week one, Tennessee at Denver. This spread is sure to change, but what is it currently? It's the closest one, man. Denver's favored by uh, – uh, actually, um, De- yeah, um, Denver's favored by one and a half points. I uh, like this game a lot, too. I'll go ahead and start this one out. Look for that to change um, with Vaughn Miller going down. Uh, yeah. Which completely blows. It, it, 0.5. I mean, it won't change that much. Maybe point five. Maybe, or, yeah. Or, I point, you know, for a defensive player. But yeah. That's enough to make it. I mean, I was picking Tennessee in this game anyway, but that was enough to make it easy. It's really going to be a herder. Chubb's not 100% yet. You've lost several pieces of the secondary. Yeah, you had Boye on the, uh, on, uh, for, for a cornerback, but I still have, uh, still have Tennessee giving them nightmares right off the bat, led by Henry down the middle. A uh, couple touchdowns for him. 21 to 10. Lock having a rough game. Bobby. Uh, opposite. I got Denver winning this game 30 to 27. I think it's going to be a shootout right here, man. I like Jerry Judy a lot. I'm a big Drew Lock fan. Um, I'm rolling with Denver this year a little bit, man. And, I, uh, I'm not sure what my predictions were or not, but um, Tennessee, obviously, a lot of teams are going to be stacking the box, you know. To stop Derrick Henry. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Denver 30 to 27. Matt, break the tie. I got Den- Denver winning this game 22 20. Uh, yeah, I, I I do. I think Drew Lock Company is gonna come out 
And prove a point, man. Hey, I hope it's in Denver. I've been to Denver. Uh, it was a few years ago um, when when Peyton Manning was still there, and the crowd there is intense. So I can only imagine if, if they, they have if a crowd. Fans, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're letting any fans over there, that that's a stadium that's that's gonna miss out on that big time if, if they're not gonna allow people in there. So Tennessee. I think Ryan. I think it, we know what they are now. We got we got the film. We know who who Ryan Tannehill is. So I think they're going to take a step back this year. Not much of a step, but a slight step. And Denver's going to get this one. All right, guys. Well, let's go. Look at what Bobby man. Every week, you know, I'm the betting guy. So I had to choose the um, tomorrow night's game, the Thursday night game, man. Um, Houston and KC. So tell us about the uh, spread off the bat again. Let's remind about yeah, the spread. So, yeah, so the spread on that game is high, man. It's nine and a half. Casey, you know, the defending champs are favored by nine and a half points. So um, we're, we're hoping it's going to be an entertaining game. But, you know, I mean, my opinions on this are, you know, with Houston, you know, losing DeAndre Hopkins and having a few more, you know, defensive issues, you know, I expect them to slide on the defensive side of the ball and not contend for the AFC title contention you know, this year as they have in the past, you know, and one thing about Kansas city is they avoid avoided that free agent, you know, Exodus and took care of obviously Mahomes, who now is the richest baby, you know, in the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so even though you're not going to have that crazy crowd in Arrowhead stadium, you know, there's still going to be a lot of energy with only like 25% capacity. You know, I mean, you're talking about a team coming off of, you know, uh, you know, winning the Super Bowl. So there's still going to be a lot of energy in that stadium, even though, like I said, it's only going to be 25% capacity. Um, I don't think there's going to be a big comeback necessary like there were last last year in the playoffs when they played them, where, you know, where when the Texans jumped on them big time, you know. Right. Mahomes had to come back and, you know, bring them back. And I think Watson's going to be left for dead on this one and have to play catch-up mode. I'll be honest with you guys, man. Bet your house, bet your car, <laughs> bet your wife, but don't bet your life. <laughs> Book it with Bobby and take the defending champs minus nine and a half as they roll the Texans. This one won't even be close. KC 48, Houston 20. Lock it. Bobby's booking it right there. And we, we go from somebody oh, no. booking it to finding out whose gears are being grinded, and it's none other than our local <laughs> – commentator matt matt what's going on what's got you all worked up week one? Oh man all right guys i'm not gonna lie this is gonna get a little weird a little quickly here but i promise we're gonna get to something the okay you're all grinding matt's gears are you ready let's do this yep all right man so what's grinding my gears right now and this just popped up here in the past couple of days oh, uh, me, me and wes we i talked about this a going. while back and I, I think you, you both of y'all might, anybody, all y'all might listening might know where I'm going here. This is ridiculous, but topic straight off the bat, people are pooping on other people, man. We can't even, what are we doing, yo? I don't care if it's 2020 or 19, what that 70 or I don't care, man. That ain't right. That ain't cool. But specifically, we're going to go ahead and talk about Odell Beckham Jr. I'm over it. I'm so over get, him. So let's get some of the specifics here. What, what so what, what went down? Because not everybody may have heard. All right, all right. So this is you know a little bit off off a little bit of football topic, but this is it. This is it. Slim danger. I I don't I never heard this person in my life. <laughs> it is Chief Keeps Baby Mama. That's a rapper. If you've never heard of him, uh, yeah. This is like I said, we're going way off course here. Uh, but coming back to it. He's, this this woman says that Odell Beckham Jr. likes to be pooped on, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> we've heard a lot of things <laughs> with Odell Beckham Jr., man. But this tops the cake, yo. I'm over. I'm over Odell Beckham Jr. The catch, I'm over it. Guess what? D Hop better. Julio Jones better. I don't. I'm over it. I don't need to hear about it. You know, yo, wait. We had the boat incident, and then the man had four catches and 28 yards in a in a in a demolishing playoff game where the Packers smashed him. Uh, dude, that drops all game long. Yeah, drop deuces on his chest. That's all he gets. That's all he deserves. 
I'm over it. I'm over Odell Beckham Jr. That's what's grinding my gears is Odell Beckham Jr. It right is Odell Beckham Jr. has grinded Matt's gears in week one. So we're going to put him on the list for Matt's grinded gears in week one. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to our next thing. And it's coming back from last season. It is our lock of the week. Who are we locking up? Bobby, since you uh, you went ahead and uh, did so well with Kansas City as far as booking it, are you going to make them your lock as well, or is it somebody else? No, I'm going to save them. I'm going to save them. Uh, my, <laughs> yeah, because we can only use one team once this year, so yep. i got to redeem myself, man. I gotta, yeah, so um, whew, I had a couple decisions on this one, but you know what? I'm, my lock this week is going to be Buffalo, man. I got them to beat the 20-6. I'm a big fan of Buffalo this year. I love their defense. I love Allen. Um, you know, upgrade on offense with Stephon Diggs and company. Um, I really like that football team this year. So I'm I'm going Buffalo as my lock this week. Well, uh, I hate to I hate to tell you, man, but uh, I'm on the Buffalo boat too, man. I took Buffalo as well. I took them. Uh, I believe in this team this year. I think this is a playoff bound team. Um, I think they have very good odds to win the division. They just need to stay healthy and and stay status quo for this. T- I, I like this Buffalo team. I really do. But I pick them as my lock as well. Matt, finish us up on it. Yeah, so uh, my lock for the week actually is going to go to uh, – I'm going to go ahead and use my Kansas City one. I know there's probably going to be an easier game down the road, but I do think that they're going to – for sure, win this game, so that's my lock. All right, Kansas City locks it up. And before we wrap it up, we're going to do one more thing tonight. We're going to go ahead and do one bold prediction stat-wise, uh, kind of like NFL Total Access does, just something else for some fun. Bobby, let's go ahead and uh, let you lead it off. What you got? So for our bold predictions that we're going to do every week, I'm going with uh, a player for the Broncos, man. Um I'm going bold right now. I'm going to say that rookie wide receiver Jerry Judy is going to have 10 catches for 175 yards and two touchdowns in his debut in a really big win for the Denver Broncos this week against Tennessee. 10 catches, 175 yards, and two touchdowns? Yep. Jerry Judy, shocking the world. Even though I love my boy C.D. Lamb as a rookie receiver or that, I'm going Jerry Judy. And catches 175, two touchdowns in his debut. Matt, what you got? Give me something I good. I hate to say it, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Tom Brady is going to go ahead and throw at least four touchdowns, have well over 300 yards, maybe over 350 yards, and he's, he's just going to go off and, and do what he does. Uh, with especially with those wide receivers they got. In a loss, right. yeah. Yeah, you said that was going to be a high scoring yeah. game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go with Carolina Panthers. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, over 150 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving. Touchdown on both sides of the ball in a win. And uh, upset in some people's eyes of the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't see it as an upset, but they get it done led by their, their workhorse in the backfield, making it a lot easier for Teddy Bridgewater to do his thing. Uh, McCaffrey, 150 yards, 100, uh, 150 yards rushing, 100 yards receiving and a pair of touchdowns. And uh, with that, that's going to be it, man. We're going to lock up week one. Uh, any last thoughts guys? No, that's yeah. going to be awesome, man. Our bold predictions, man. So we can sit back and laugh next week. We'll be like <laughs> – Oh, I wrote them down too. I wrote them down. Yeah, I'll be like, all right, well, so Judy has one catches for six yards. <laughs> <laughs> for Bobby and Matt, I'm Wes, and thanks for listening to The Extra Point. See you. See you next week.